You're listening to the Stronger Than Before podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Johnston. Let's get into this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Stronger Than Before podcast. I'm really excited for this episode. I spent a lot of time researching and thinking about what I felt like I needed to talk about today, so I'm really excited to get into that. But first, I'm going to do a little bit of a weekly recap. Each episode, I'll start off with my life and kind of what's going on for me, Um, and then I'll go into the episode after that. So first of all, I've been doing pretty good. Um, Life has been crazy and busy, a little bit stressful, but overall really good. I've had a hard time, honestly, this last week keeping my apartment clean and put together because I feel like when I'm stressed, the my room and kitchen and everything kind of takes the physical form of my mental state, if you know what I mean. Uh, so that can be kind of tough if I'm stressed, and, but thankfully... It's all better. Uh, Yesterday, we got it all cleaned. Quinn helped me a ton and did the dishes, and that was so, so good. Um, This last little while, the gym has been really good. We've been going pretty consistently, and I honestly really enjoy it. I feel like I've been pushing myself and really starting to see some results from that. Although sometimes there have been weirdos at the gym, which is so annoying. Um, I'm sure anyone else who's been to the gym knows this, but you just kind of have to learn to deal with it and coexist with those weirdos. So Um, for half marathon training, it's been going really good. Just like a few days in, we've been doing different kind of runs each week. So The first day, Monday, was an easy run, or a recovery run, I guess, and then it was speed work, and then we had a rest day on Wednesday, and then Thursday was um, another 25-minute easy run, which actually went really good. We went to an indoor track that I loved, and we just kind of, we just did an easy pace, and Like, it was a little bit challenging, but I definitely got into a groove of things after, like, the first mile. So the second mile was really good, and I kind of felt a little bit of the runner's high. Like, I felt that before, and I don't think I've gotten there yet with this training, but I felt it a little bit, and it is the best. Um, We're about 15 weeks out. Um, Technically, my half marathon training plan is a 14-week plan, but... We decided to start a little bit early, just give ourselves an extra two weeks to make sure we're all set and just in case like something comes up or it should be fine, but we're giving ourselves a little bit extra time. We've mainly been training on the treadmill because it's been super cold out, but like I said, we did try the indoor track that's a little, it's in our area, so that worked really well and we'll probably do that more often just because, you know, physically running is a little bit different than running on a treadmill. Um, 
And so, yeah. Also, our half marathon is in the beginning of March, which means it'll probably be a cold half marathon. So I think I'll probably start training more outside so that I can be prepared for that kind of environment and everything. A lot of people hate the treadmill, but I've actually been loving it. It's it's just kind of like I can get into a groove and I love the fact that you can set your pace and know exactly what your run is going to be. Um, the only thing is like I hadn't run outside since before my surgery. So it actually was kind of a big milestone for me, even just on the indoor track. That's the first time I've run in a physical space, physical space other than the treadmill. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to get back into that. And yesterday was my biggest run, longest run so far. Um, I'm recording this on a Friday. You'll be hearing this on a Monday. So it's just a couple days difference, but yeah. So I'm excited to start incorporating the outdoor runs as well. And I'm going to go into a couple of my current faves, um, just like things that I really like right now. Um, okay. So first I've been using a certain brand of greens. Um, it's like bloom and I've been doing the citrus flavor by itself. I don't love it, but I've been mixing it with perk energy, like they're BCAAs and I like the flavor tropical vanilla cream when you combine them it tastes so good and so I just feel like I'm getting a lot of like nutrients but also it just tastes really yummy so I've been really liking to do that with my breakfast um pre-workout wise I've started using this new brand that I'm obsessed with it's called powders and they're new and I was really intrigued because they have like all natural ingredients and they're just really transparent about what they use and I feel like that's really important to me. I tried it out before my run yesterday and I haven't usually used pre-workout before runs. I've kind of had this mindset where it's like I don't want to like have a crash during the run but I had heard good things about it so I tried it and so did Quinn and we both felt like it really helped us like have the energy we needed and we didn't really experience any kind of crash so I would recommend that. Um, if you want to try it out, I have a code. It's just Michaela, and it gives you 10% off. Um, another thing that I've been obsessed with, and I'm honestly kind of embarrassed to even mention, is like Smarties. So I guess just this season, I, I've been... <laughs> when I was a kid, I loved Smarties. They're like the little candy, and I'm sure you know what they are. But for some reason, I just started getting back into eating them again <laughs> it's kind of a weird way to put that I saw them at the grocery store and I was craving something sweet and I was like hmm that sounds kind of good so I took it home and I have been eating them ever since so kind of embarrassing but you know I want to be transparent about it I just love Smarties they're like it's like a weird thing to love I guess but I'm kind of obsessed. I'm trying to not be obsessed because I don't want to be like dependent on anything like sugar wise, but that's just my favorite candy. Okay. Um, let's, uh, go into a couple of clothes I've been using for working out. I have this certain, um, sports bra that I have loved. 
and it's actually on Amazon. I have like maybe seven of them just because they come in like three or five pack and they're the perfect amount of support and they're cute. You can wear them like with something over or you can wear it by yourself, by themselves and they're the best. Uh, I don't know how to say the brand, but it's M-I-R-I-T-Y and I use them for most of my runs and also a lot of my lifts. They're pretty cheap. They're good quality, good support, and anything I can get on Amazon, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Um, On the other hand, shorts. I've been obsessed with a certain pair of running shorts lately. They're called BMJL Athletic Shorts, and I have four different colors. They are the best running shorts. You could, like, it's kind of weird, but I don't even feel like I'm wearing hardly anything. And they're high-waisted, and so it just, like, fits you really snug, and it's perfect. So... Um, the lighter colors are a little bit see-through, so I prefer the darker ones. I only got one of the lighter ones, and I just got, like, the bright yellow, and I could tell that it's a little tiny bit. They have, like, uh, underwear built in, so it's not like it's showing anything, but anyway, I would recommend the darker colors of those. Okay, last thing is Taylor Swift, her new Midnight's album, and I just wanted to mention that it's the absolute best, and I've been listening to a lot of the songs especially added a few of them to my running and lifting playlists and I want to mention a few of the top my top favorites for those I love karma I think karma might be my favorite song on the album and it's like a perfect running or lifting song or also just like jamming in the car um also love anti-hero and bejeweled and vigilante so yeah those are my favorites um other faves for not working out would be you're on your own kid snow on the beach and bigger than the whole sky from the 3 a.m version there i love all of them though like i'm i obviously like every single one my favorites of the album change pretty much weekly so i'll keep you updated um but yeah i think that's the update I was going to give you. So let's get into this week's episode. Okay, first of all, I just wanted to say if there's any background noise today, I apologize. I am recording in a little sound booth at a university and I guess it's a little bit busier today so I apologize about that hopefully in the future it won't be quite as bad with the background noise but let's get into this week's episode Um, this episode is all about self-love and its importance in everyday life I feel like as it starts to get colder and darker out at least where I'm at life kind of starts to feel a little bit heavier and because it's cold It's tempting to stay inside all day, and also on the other hand, I feel like this is the time of year where I'm the busiest for some reason. I've constantly got so many things to do that it can be overwhelming at times, and I hardly ever choose to prioritize self-love, but I know that when you do make the time to show yourself that you care, other aspects in your life will improve because your relationship with yourself is the root of every other relationship in your life. 
So if you honestly think about it, where are you right now um, with self-love? Um, do you like yourself? <laughs> do you just tolerate yourself? I know I've been there at times. Um, or are you pretty good at showing love to yourself most of the time? I think it probably fluctuates for most of us and changes based on circumstances. My goal is to help you understand how important it is to be on the path of loving yourself consistently. And eventually I hope we can love ourselves unconditionally regardless of the circumstance. I completely understand though that it's not easy. You know a lot about yourself, including all of your weaknesses that you might not be super proud of. Like, trust me, I would know. I am so not even close to being perfect. And it's really easy to focus on my imperfections and justify that as a reason why I don't deserve love. But that's not true. Regardless of the past, you presently deserve love. And learning how to love yourself is a great place to start. So first of all, what is self-love? Here are three definitions that really resonated with me in my research. One, self-love is learning how to offer ourselves compassion while also holding ourselves accountable. Two, self-love means accepting yourself as you are in this very moment for everything that you are. It means accepting your emotions for what they are and putting your physical, emotional, and mental well-being first. And finally, self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. The reason I gave multiple definitions is because I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all form of self-love or one singular definition that could really encompass what it is. I think self-love can be unique for each one of us. Um... Now, I'm going to move more into how we can practice self-love. And I came up with six ideas. Um, I've done some research and I really felt like these six were the top ideas that is doable for each of us um, for practicing self-love. Number one is meditation and mindfulness. So according to Headspace, which is the meditation app, maybe you use it, maybe you've heard of it, it says research shows an association between meditation and mindfulness and elevated self-esteem, happiness, as well as lowered anxiety, each of which makes it easier to practice self-love. Uh, meditating does not necessarily mean that it's going to stop feelings of inadequacy overall, but it will help you to understand and see that those feelings of inadequacy aren't permanent. It just kind of gives you better perspective for your life. And for me, taking the time to focus on my breathing really helps to bring everything into perspective. Even just a few minutes makes all the difference for how your day could go. Um, I definitely don't do this as much as I should. I've had times in my life where I do it more consistently and I can think back and I can tell there's a huge difference in the impact it makes. Um, so I'm going to make the goal for myself um, to do at least five minutes of meditation each day this next week and I'll update you next time on how I'm feeling. Okay, let's move on to number two, which is expressing gratitude. Um, genuinely saying thank you 
to those around you helps others to feel good and helps you to feel good too. And this is a great way to deepen relationships with other people. But on the other hand, expressing gratitude to yourself is a great way to practice self-love. It might not feel super genuine at first, but over time, you will start to believe what you're saying with consistency. Because the truth is, what you tell yourself over and over really does become what you believe. So ways that you can do this is through gratitude journaling, self-affirmations, or if you want, you can even tell someone else what you're grateful about yourself. Um, My favorite way to do this is in journaling, but that's just my preference. Um, I like journaling and it's something that's kind of natural for me, so... I'm not perfect at doing this consistently either. You'll kind of notice this as a pattern as I'm listing these ideas. This is definitely something that I'm working on too. So as you start implementing these things, just know like I don't have these mastered yet in any way. Um, But just being aware of them is it will make it more likely that, you know, we'll start doing them. Um, The best results I've seen come from incorporating at least a couple minutes of like gratitude journaling as part of my morning routine um, is that it helps me get into a great mindset before the day has even really started. So if it can just be like, you can even stack this habit if you want to, like gratitude journaling during breakfast or after breakfast, or maybe it's on your bedside Um, nightstand and you can just grab your journal and take like two or three minutes and literally just list out things that you're grateful for including what you're grateful for about yourself. Acknowledging our strengths and achievements is so important. If we're all doing, if all we're doing is acknowledging our flaws, it's just such an unbalanced relationship. I mean imagine saying those things to one of your good friends, right? You would never. So You should especially never say these things to yourself because your relationship with yourself is one of the most important relationships you will ever have. Number three, practice self-care. I had to include this in here, even though it's kind of a more stereotypical aspect of self-love, it still is really important and can make a big difference in your life. We need to take care of ourselves in order to feel love from ourselves and from others. Maybe this means getting enough sleep, getting a professional massage done, eating what your body is craving, but at the same time also eating enough nutrients and food that your body needs, drinking enough water, doing what fulfills you, maybe sometimes it's pampering yourself when you need it, Um, choosing yourself over social things, or sometimes maybe it is choosing to go out with friends. In the end, you know what you need, so you get to choose what's best for you. Um, But I just think it's important that you know that you're the one choosing and that you're doing it for yourself. I like to think the question in my mind, am I going to regret doing this more than I will regret not doing this? Um, Because it just kind of helps me understand what my priority is and whether or not I see that it's it's going to be a benefit to me. Number four, setting boundaries. 
I love this quote from Headspace. Nothing is more loving than recognizing our own limits and protecting ourselves from running past them. I have had many times where I felt like my boundaries have been crossed and it's honestly the worst. In order to make sure this doesn't happen, we do kind of have to take the responsibility um, and be super upfront with communicating what your boundaries are to others. Maybe you aren't 100% sure what your boundaries are. The more time you spend alone with yourself, the better you'll get to know yourself. This kind of goes back to meditation. Um, Taking time to breathe and just be is a great way to get to know yourself. Sometimes you have to get to know who you are and what your needs are before you can even know your own limitations. But the bottom line is, be clear and concise with others when you expect them to respect your boundaries. If your boundaries are still being violated after you have been clear, there's probably some other changes you will need to make. Number five, let go of comparisons. This one is probably the hardest one for me personally. I am almost always comparing myself to other people and it's such a bad habit because it makes me feel really down. I like the phrase that is used for this one, letting go of comparisons, because I can kind of picture just releasing them from your mental space. Like, that's your space. Those comparisons are just going to get in the way of your goals and your happiness. So you can't let anyone else stop you from achieving greatness. You are unique and amazing and strong and wonderful, all because of your intrinsic worth there's so much about you to love and admire. So please don't look at someone who has posed and edited their pictures and wish that you could look like that because they don't even look like that. Um, I think the best way to practice this is just by having a little reminder going on in your head when you feel that temptation to compare yourself popping up. And it has to be a choice. You have to be consciously deciding that you're going to stand up for yourself. When you can learn to coexist with others without worrying about being exactly like everyone else, you will be so much happier. Also, I want to bring up the idea of comparing yourself to yourself. I personally believe that you should never compare yourself to a previous version of you. I mean, you're a different person than you were then, right? I struggled with this myself after my surgery because I wasn't able to lift as much, run at all, or really do anything the same. And it was so hard for me. You have to be able to give yourself grace and understand that you're constantly changing and that's a good thing. We're not meant to stay the same, we're meant to get stronger in whatever way that might mean. You've got this, I believe in you. Okay, number six, forgive yourself. Last but not least, you're not perfect, I'm not perfect, no one is. But at the same time, we're kind of perfect in an imperfect way, meaning that we can be complete in the way we are. Forgiveness is the key to unconditional love. And hear me out. Forgiving others is hard, but forgiving yourself is harder. Um, You're going to mess up, and other people are going to mess up too. 
And having this ability um, to forgive, this really good characteristic of forgiveness allows for that constant love. Headspace um, says, and I I know again, but they had so much good to say. Um, They said, we can practice self-love by extending compassion and kindness to ourselves in these moments. When negative self-talk shows up, we can notice it and acknowledge it without giving in to the self-criticism. So please forgive yourself. I'm working on this too, and I promise it will give you some much-needed peace. And that wraps up this week's episode. I really enjoyed researching this topic, and I feel like it's a really important one. Um, please give the podcast a follow on Instagram. It's at strongerthanbefore.podcast. It'll also be linked in the show notes. Let me know if there are any other topics that interest you that you want me to talk about. Currently, I'm brainstorming upcoming Thanksgiving and other holiday episodes along with all things fitness and wellness, so let me know what you have in mind. Thanks again, guys, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Stronger Than Before podcast. I hope that this episode meant something to you. Please consider leaving a review or sharing this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Last but not least, you are so much stronger than you know, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you next time.